0: everyone i'm maddie and i'm emma and we're the Huga girls Huga, in short is the pursuit of everyday happiness each monday we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media health and wellness pursuing your passions and so much more welcome to the Huga girls podcast Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hookah Girls podcast. It is just Emma here today. Maddie is actually in Europe. She's doing a big European tour right now. She hinted about that um, on our last episode and I'm sure she will have some really fun stories to come. She's been in London visiting her best friend um, from college who's studying abroad there, Paris, and then she actually just got to Prague this morning. So, she's going all over the place. She's going to Spain after. I mean, she's really just a world traveler here. So, I'm very jealous because this week for me is my finals week of college and it's a really weird finals week because this is my last week of college ever. I graduate A week from today, if you're listening to this on Monday, um... And it's just it's just really insane to think about. I've been a student obviously my whole life, you know, growing up elementary, middle, high. Um, chose to go to college, and I'm actually ending a semester early. I know a lot of people might be confused because most graduations happen in the springtime, like May or June, at least here in the U.S. Um, but I am graduating early, and there's really no reason for that besides the fact that I was done with my degree. So I got all of my credits done, and you know, it's time for me to graduate, I suppose. It's um, very weird because I do love school so much, but I also, you know, doing homework, doing projects, all that stuff's not fun, but the, just the social aspect of college and even school, like I've, I feel like I've learned so much and I've had a really great experience with my professors and just being on campus and I just really love college when it comes down to it. It's, you know, a time in your life where you're really independent but you're also not completely fending for yourself at least i'm fortunate enough to where my parents are you know paying my rent still and paying for my car and things like that so i'm not necessarily having life expenses yet but i'm still getting to live on my own and it's just such a unique time of life and i've loved it so much but i will be here still on my college campus Um, this upcoming semester until May or June because I'm not ready to leave yet. I won't be in school. I'll be working a job that I got as a content manager at a company, so very excited about that, and I will, you know, just still be living at my apartment and be living near campus, so I'm not, you know, graduating and getting out of the city that my college is in, but, you know, there's a little update on me and kind of pivoting into what I just said my job was going to be as a content manager for a brand, I want to do an episode because I've gotten a lot of questions about it, honestly, and this is kind of my area of expertise. Like, Maddie can do all the yoga and health and wellness stuff, I feel like, really well, but I um, am a influencer slash micro-influencer on TikTok, Instagram, basically meaning that I work with brands, I make some money, um, and I do that by you know, showing products of brands and posting about it on my social media for my followers to see. I'm not a huge content creator that's making a living off of this, but, you know, I am someone that has made a, it's, it's not even about the money, but I, it, I've just realized that it can be a job, which is crazy, and I'm on, like, a very small scale of that, but I wanted to share my experience because I know just seeing influencers all the time now, I feel like is so normal, but no one really talks about or, like really expresses kind of what goes on behind the scenes with that or how you even start doing it. So, I wanted to share that because that's what I do and that's how I kind of make my side money here in college. Before that, we of course have to do our ask the girls question or really just ask the girl today, the girl being me because Maddie is not here. Um, But the question that I got, which I feel like is very appropriate for this episode and a good place to start off is how did I, or it says, how did you get followers on social media? So my followers came from a bunch of Random places. Um, if you don't know, I have about 290,000 followers on TikTok and then Instagram, I have about 12,000. It's honestly been pretty stagnant for a while. I haven't, you know, I had like a really, really big growth period and then I ha- I've just continued to grow kind of gradually since then. So hoping for another growth period too after I graduate college and I'm able to spend more time on it. But I got followers at first from doing, like, dancing videos, I would do, I feel like dancing is still a trend on TikTok, but less, you know, the whole renegade era, and all those, like, really popular dances, I would, you know, jump on those trends, I would create dances of my own, like, I had a dance go kind of viral that I did, so that was getting me followers, um, I also, my very first video was, like, a that went viral was, Kind of a tip and tricks to like getting better photos, so like kind of content like that. But it wasn't anything that's really specific to one thing. It was like a couple of videos in different niches that kind of blew up and got popular. Which is honestly something that you know now. I'm just talking to you like you're my friend, but (laughs) I really like want to get better at picking a niche and running with that because that you know a little pro tip. That's how you do really well on social media if you're posting. You know really great content about food and then really great content about books and then really great content about travel you know maybe all of those things are good content but it's hard for your followers or it's hard for someone who just sees your videos to want to follow you because you're doing so many random things I feel like the people that have the most success are like doing one sort of video obviously with different creativity around it and you know, having like a similar theme behind all their videos. So that's why I, that's why it's hard to answer this question about how I got followers and also why I have a hard time growing sometimes because I just like doing so many different things. Um, but also a really big way that I got followers was from my Spanish speaking videos. So I had probably about 100k and I posted a video speaking in Spanish and have continued to do so a little bit. Um, and that's what got me a lot of followers because I think a lot of people were impressed that I obviously am a white American girl. I'm not the typical person that you expect to speak Spanish and I posted a video just basically saying if there's any you know Hispanic people that would want to like follow me or help me learn Spanish or like I'll follow you back because I really wanted to find more Hispanic creators to follow because that's not what comes up on my page because In the US, you know, I feel like it's done by location a lot. So I don't I was just not really seeing a lot of Spanish speaking content, which I wanted to do so I could practice more. Um, but I posted a video speaking Spanish and there was a really big response to that and I literally got a hundred K followers just from that alone. And so yeah, that's what kind of blew me up. That's where a lot of my um instagram followers are from as well i have a funny mix of like (laughs) hispanic followers that followed me because of spanish speaking and then like girly like influencers who want to see like fashion content it's funny not that those two can't overlap but my demographics are very very um diverse i suppose you could say but yeah very long answer to how i got followers on social media but it really can happen it just can happen overnight especially with tiktok all of my Instagram followers are, like, the reason I have 12,000 is because my TikTok's converted over there, and it's just crazy because it wasn't even necessarily my intent to, you know, get 12,000 followers on Instagram, but it just happens, so never be afraid to try out different things, and once one thing sticks, you know, kind of kind of run with it because there's, it's obviously sticking for a reason, so I wanted to go into just three kind of main ideas that, um, I get asked about in terms of doing social media and just that I wanted to share going into the meat of the episode as we say Um, but it's really for people wanting to start I wanted to talk about having the confidence to start doing influencing posting on social media I was always so afraid that I was going to be seen as a try hard or someone who thought a lot of myself and it's hard to kind of get the confidence to like post cute outfit pictures or go take pictures by yourself somewhere ask even just ask a friend that you're out with to snap a photo of you and then post a solo picture on Instagram it's you know I see it all the time on my feed but I can think back to when I started doing that and even still to this day I get uncomfortable like I don't if I take pictures by myself or if I use self-timer or something I don't want anyone to be around like I genuinely am I'm not confident enough to just pop a tripod up in the middle of the street and then have everyone watch me take pictures so I'm not trying to act like I still don't have you know struggles with like confidence and what I'm doing and kind of like my brand that I created but you really just have to get over the fear of judgment because one it's fun like if you enjoy it if you If it's something that you want to do, if it's worth the time to you, then it really doesn't matter what other people think. It's also becoming more and more normalized because people are realizing, and this is the biggest thing, people are realizing that, like, you can make a business out of yourself, you can make money, and obviously not everything's about money, you really have to enjoy it, but if it's something that you enjoy doing and it has the potential to be something good for you monetarily, maybe, in the future, or just, like, form connections or have you network, It's kind of like any other job is like, oh, someone might judge you for wanting to, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of a random career. It's like, oh, I might judge you for wanting to do accounting because I think that's boring. But it's like, no, this is what I like. I mean, I don't like accounting, but I'm like, it's, if you view it as kind of, I don't want to say view it as a job because that can kind of take the joy away out of it. But if you view it as an opportunity that you're creating for yourself, then there's really, not to say there's no way for people to judge, but there's no way for someone to take that away from you because you're doing what you need to do for yourself. So if you're someone that really wants to start influencing um, or, you know, wants to do a YouTube channel or wants to, you know, write a book, make a blog, any of that stuff, really you just have to do it for you and as easy as I'm making it sound, it, It's just what's going to make you the most content, and I think, like, if someone's going to judge you for it, then you might have to evaluate how that person really plays into your life. If it's just a random person on the internet, so much easier said than done, but I I honestly, like, if this is someone, if someone's going to judge me who's never met me or doesn't know me really well, I really don't care, because I'm like, I'm doing this for me and for the people who care, and there are people that care, so don't take away don't let yourself forget about the people who do care by like those few people that might not care and might be judging you because it's really not worth your time. It's also hard in having the confidence to start because you might not feel like you have the right tools to kind of get going. Um, This is how I felt when I started my YouTube channel and I don't post a ton on YouTube anymore. I've really focused on TikTok and Instagram but when I started my YouTube channel I had a phone, an iPhone. And I had iMovie because I have a MacBook computer and iMovie comes downloaded on it. And that is literally how I edited. I did not have a camera. I did not have an editing software. Um, And I started anyway. And I feel sometimes like with Instagram, for example, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go take Instagram pictures because I don't have a cute outfit or I don't know where to go. And that's a big issue for me. And it continues to be because... I live in South Carolina and we have some, you know, my campus is beautiful here at my university and we have some cute spots. But in terms of just like natural scenic beauty, I'm just like in a city um, and there's not much that's like aesthetically impressive here. Um, So it's a, it's a problem, but you know, you just have to make it work. Like if you are committed to it, then you'll be able to find the places I know everyone always like goes to parking garages or if you're out with a friend just have them snap a quick photo on like a blank wall or something it's hard to feel like like oh if I lived in you know Hawaii then my pictures would be good and they probably would be but you have to work with what you have and don't let that discourage you so moving on to the second topic that I want to talk about is supporting other people like you on social media or just honestly this can be applied to any job or any kind of facet of life but I've really one of my favorite things that I found by like being involved on social media and being a quote micro influencer which is you know what small influencers are called which is the category that I fall into is that social media really isn't a competition like people make it out to be I feel like everyone's trying to either compete against themselves which can be really hard and you know you always want to better yourself but I feel like people are like oh like last month I grew 5,000 followers so this month I have to go 10,000 followers and you kind of like hold yourself to standards that aren't always going to happen and it can be sometimes disappointing but also I feel like sometimes people view social media as like a oh you know that girl over there has 13,000 and I have 12,000 so like I have to post to not necessarily like beat her out but there's some sort of like you know hierarchy of like your value depending on your follower count and I just think that's so silly and people truly just like want to be supported like I know when people comment on like my Instagram pictures or my TikToks or anything like it really does mean a lot to me that someone took the time to say something nice and so when I see those people's pictures come across my feed I will you know take the time to compliment them about something that I like about their picture that I genuinely mean of course but it really is cool to like have a community of people or just have those kind of like social media pals that you know are going to support you and uplift you and you can kind of do the same back to them because everyone's just you know trying their best everyone's taking the Chance to put themselves out there, which can be kind of scary. So, you know, a little quick comment can go a long way with making someone feel happy or just feel supported. um, And obviously, do it, like I was saying, in a genuine way. But I'm actually in a little influencer or college influencer community. And, or it's a, I don't want to call it an organization, but it's called 28 Row. It's a company that, you know, signs, I'm contracted with them. But they don't necessarily like sign me with deals but they get opportunities for the people that are part of the company and we can you know apply for campaigns and then you know we get accepted or not but we're all within you know like we have group message of all of us together um, and it's like a bunch of college girls who are micro influencing which is really cool because that's exactly what i'm doing so that's been great in order to you know, just get to know people that want to, even in a virtual setting, that kind of have the same goals as me or are chasing the same opportunities that I am. So really, this can be applied to if you want to start doing influencing, you know, making some making some good connections and genuine connections with people online, but also no matter what you want to do, just, you know, finding people that have like-minded interests and supporting them and also um, hoping that you will be supported in that as well because it's really great. And then number three, the last thing I really want to touch on as a theme of this episode is working with brands because I feel like this is something that is seen a lot but the back side of it is not. Um, so the way that brand deals work, I just kind of wanted to give you a breakdown um, and I I mean over the past, even six months to like nine months I have started doing so many more brand deals Um, and my account has really grown in that aspect and I've been making more money than I used to you know I remember my first brand deal I think was with NovaShine and the way that worked is they just DM'd me on Instagram and asked if I wanted to do some stories for them, and I believe they paid me, like, $30. And for me, at that time, I was like, oh my gosh, like, a brand literally wants to pay me money. I mean, it's really exciting, no matter what amount, that a brand wants to give you compensation for promoting something for them. Like, that's a really cool accomplishment, but, like, it's just crazy that that's where I started, and now I'm doing much bigger brand deals. Um, but it, like I was saying with the Nova Shine, they either reach out to me through dm or email it's usually email they'll send me like a nice email about like who they are what they're looking for um if they have a budget you know kind of just what their idea of the campaign would be if we were to partner together or sometimes i have applied to campaigns i don't really and maybe i should i don't really like dm like cold dm or email brands but sometimes there's like different platforms that you can apply to brand to get brand deals on. Two that I've used are Aspire IQ. I got a I got a brand deal with L'Oreal Paris off of that platform which was really cool but I basically applied it was like hi I'd love to work with you and then they review it and then they accepted me for it and then also Tribe is an app and you can apply for campaigns on there as well and I know there's a lot of other platforms too but typically at this point I'm the one that's getting emailed But, you know, sometimes if there's, like, a dry spell of not having a lot of brand deals or, honestly, like, once you start posting partnerships with brands on your pages, other brands are going to see that content and see that you can do it well, and then you're just going to start, it's kind of like a snowball effect, like, the more you do, the more brands are going to want to get in on it. Um, But, yeah, never be afraid, like, if you want to, um, to seek out those platforms, like, Aspire IQ and try um, and apply for campaigns because that's an absolute great way to get started, especially if, like, brands haven't discovered you yet to email you. That's, like, such a good way to put yourself out there because then other brands will likely find you based off of that. Um, but usually, like I was saying, I get emailed. Um, and the biggest thing for me at this point, and this is, again, like, I know money can be a sensitive topic, but I think that influencers should always be paid for the work that they're doing because it might just seem easy to post a quick Instagram picture and maybe it is but the work that's gone into and like the hours that have gone into building that platform one of itself is just like hours and hours and hours like I've done social media for like two years like I've been posting videos on YouTube for like three years and I've been making TikToks for like two three years as well and I did that for so long without getting paid, um, which obviously I did it because I enjoyed it, but, you know, it takes so much time to accumulate a following. Also, if you're shooting content, you are the model, you're the editor, you're the photographer, like, you're the whole package. So, really, you know, brands, let's say there's a clothing brand, if you weren't going to take pictures for them, they would probably have to hire, like, a model in a studio and a photographer and people to go get pictures of their product for them. So, the fact that, you know they can basically quote hire influencers to do that work really deserves to be compensated for and obviously you have to be reasonable with like your follower count because you know that will change and your engagement rate and all of that things but I'm at the point where I really want to negotiate with brands on a very fair rate and I don't really at this point accept unpaid collaborations because it just doesn't make sense for like my time and my platform that I've worked for so you know starting off there's probably going to be like if you were starting off influencing just as I was you know I just got gifted most of the time which means you know a brand would just send me things and then I would post it and you know my payment in quote was getting that free product which is still really exciting I mean it's cool to get clothes free or products for free and um you just really have to decide at what point your kind of breaking point is with what a brand is asking and what you're willing to get paid or not get paid you know if they're asking for you to do three tiktoks and two instagram posts and three stories and then they just want to give you you know a couple free shirts like that's not going to be worth your time in a negotiation sense just so really Never be afraid to kind of speak up for yourself if you're working with a brand, but also, you know, of course, be polite, be reasonable, and really form those good connections that will move you forward because, like like I was saying, when you start off, you know, it might just be gifting, it might just be um, like a couple of brands, or you might have to be applying to campaigns, but over time, that's going to snowball, and that's going to grow and grow, and you know, your page will grow with it as well as long as you put the work into it, which I am really excited, honestly, moving into this next stage of life when I'll be basically, in a sense, doing social media full-time because I'm a content manager for a brand, so, you know, that is my, like, full-time salary job, but also I'll have so much more time to work on my own content, so it's just really crazy to me that I'm gonna be doing social media just, like, that's going to be my main priority in both my job just and, and my personal pages and everything. But I hope you guys enjoyed, you know, listening to a little chat about what it's like to do influencing and kind of how you can get started. Um, just remember to never change yourself for social media, but also don't be afraid to capitalize on the opportunities that it presents for you. You know, you really want to be yourself. You really want to put your true self out there, um, but don't be afraid to do that you know like don't be afraid to put yourself out there and take opportunities that are out there for you because they really are influencer marketing has become a business and it's crazy and I love just posting on Instagram with like my girlfriends and like posting like funny TikTok videos but there really are so many opportunities on social media nowadays so if that's something that you are like getting started with or interested in getting started with I mean why not? Why not? You should just go for it because that's kind of what I did, and it's, you know, I'm again not some crazy content creator that with like millions of followers, but it really has like, become something that, is a key part of my life, and it's really cool. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on my social media, it's at Emma with two A's at the end, and then Roof, um, Roof like the top of the house. Everyone always thinks I'm saying Ruth like R U T H, but it's R O F. Um, That's where you can find me. Of course, make sure to follow our podcast Instagram and our podcast TikTok. uh, And that is at H Y G G E Girls Podcast maddie will be with you guys next week for a really fun episode about her european travels. so make sure to tune into that thank you guys so much for listening make sure to engage on our instagram so you can be a part of our episode every week when we do the ask the girls questions and just we love to chat with you guys let us know what you think about any of the episodes what you want to hear and until next monday stay happy stay healthy and stay huka bye guys